Hello, and welcome to Listen In with Lars. I'm your host, Lars Haskins. And if you're new to the show, welcome. Or if you're a returning listener, welcome back. And each week on Listen In with Lars, you will hear from interesting guests and experts from around the world. We will laugh together and learn together on our journey through life. And this week, we have a very special guest, Lavana Roth. As an engaging and interactive keynote speaker, author, business owner, and mother, Lavana bridges her passion for how the brain learns with identifying how every individual shines with their mindset and social emotional well-being so achievement can soar. She has three degrees, is the author of eight books, soon to be nine, and has worked with organizations in the U.S., Canada, Europe, South America, and the Middle East. She's the creator and founder of the Ignite Your Shine framework. Lavana will leave you inspired, helping you find your power through aha moments and ignite the fire within you to have the confidence in who you are. First and foremost, Lavana, welcome. It is such an honor to have you. Thank you for having me, Lars. I also appreciate the fact that you are doing this so that you can inspire and get others to laugh and learn with you. So incredible. Congratulations. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, so let's dive on into this. Um, I know you do a lot of work in education and corporate. So tell us how you got started in speaking and consulting. <laughs> well, it was never planned. I'll tell you that. Right. I was a teacher for 10 years and I was petrified to speak in front of people. And I, my students, absolutely no problem. But if you put me in front of adults, like I would just rather you know, run for the hills. And right. it, you know, to kind of put it in perspective, I would be sitting at a table and people would say, okay, well, what school are you with and what grade? And just saying that my heart would be pounding, pumps, sweating, and no one ever knew it, but I just was so afraid of speaking. And then I had a mentor who I really looked up to. And she asked me to start training for the social studies department in our district. And I thought, okay, well, I'm not gonna tell her no. So I did, and that one thing led to another. And you know, here it is, we travel all over as you, as you read from the bio and speaking, consulting, and it's branched from education into corporate. And it's just, it's been an amazing experience of not only growing myself and learning through that, but also with interacting with others and even other cultures and such. So it's been an, an, an amazing trip and I'm grateful for it. That's terrific. Thank you so much for sharing. I just have to ask you this after uh, reading through your bio that you have eight books and soon to be a ninth. Um, what does that ninth book uh, look like and uh, what does it kind of entail? Well, that's a great question, Lars, because the ninth one was on the way and then this thing called a pandemic hit. Right. <laughs> so we switched gears and had to pivot like most people, um, especially yep. businesses. And so it is like really on hold right now, but it, it will be about Ignite Your Shine because all my other books are strategies on how the brain learns and engaging instruction in the classroom. And while doing all of that work with the brain, which is useful in any way, whether you're sitting in a company and learning a content that you'll need to then implement or at least know, or you're sitting in a classroom and figuring it out, the same science as apply. And so when I, when I, when I do the book, I get the ones were all about that. And then as I started to learn more about the brain, even more, I, I kept going, wait a minute, why aren't we seeing the results we should see in classrooms? And it finally hit me. And it's because we are not, we're teaching the brain, but if the brain isn't in a state of learning, then it can't learn. And that's when we backed everything up. And I designed Ignite Your Shine completely for students. But then I started having teachers come up to me and say, you have no idea how badly I needed this. And I was like, 
oh my goodness, and it hit me, this is not only a student thing, it's not only an adult thing, it's literally a human thing. You know, so, and it applies to everything that we do as far as agility, innovation, product, productivity, like everything. So that book will be a lot about what is the framework of Shine and taking people through it along with personal stories. Terrific. Well, we're looking forward to when it's finally published after the pandemic is over. <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, speaking of that, um, tell us about your company. I know you touched on this a little bit and what Shine stands for, for the Ignite Your Shine framework. Yeah, so like I said, you know, we had to back the train up and realize, wait a minute, you know, the brain, especially if we come from any kind of high stress, if we come from trauma, skill sets that we just haven't learned, lack of confidence, low self-esteem, you know, the entire bucket of what can affect us in the long term, I had to back it up and start looking closer at that and saying, okay, well then how do we make that happen? Like, how do we get people to be more confident? Like we, we joke, but we're, we're actually serious. We sell confidence, you know, and that's what it comes down to. It impacts every single thing that you do in your life. So to be totally transparent, because everything that I've done, you know, comes from one place and merges or leads into another place is it was not originally the word shine. It was originally the word smart. And that was because I had challenges in school. I did great in elementary. Mm -hmm. I okay in middle school. By the time I got in high school, if I showed you my report card, you would see D's and F's. And I got into college somehow, but I got into college and my first semester I got an outstanding GPA of a 1.2, oh. which then was outstanding. <laughs> so <laughs> I was put on academic probation. I was going to be kicked out. And in the last ditch effort, I said, okay, well, if I only have one semester left, what is it that I want to learn? And I've always wanted to learn sign language because I've encountered people who I couldn't communicate with. We're using pictures or writing everything out. Sure. Well, I could take sign language at the university, but to do it, I had to go into education. And that is when my GPA, everything flipped. So it's not only me realizing it comes down to what it is of how we shine is the word that ends up coming to me later, but it was smart. And I was frustrated, frustrated with students that I taught who had challenges and felt stupid. I, my daughter went through a very similar model of what I went through in school. And I thought we can do better than this. Well, I said, we're going to go after the word smart. And I had someone say to me, right or wrong. I had someone say to me, Lavana, you will never change the definition of smart in education. Now, large part of my personality went, watch me. Right, right. And then, of course, the lack of confidence at the time stepped in and goes, but what if they're right? And that's where it became the word shine. And I'm grateful to that person because the framework is so much more solid. It's way more than about being smart. And it really truly fits what it is that we want to do now, which is to grow people, to be confident in what they do so they are successful in what they do. And so when we look at the letters of shine, S is self, what are your gifts, strengths, skills, and talents. Stop focusing on what you can't do. Let's take the lens of what it is that you were born with or you've developed or will develop, and let's focus on that. Let's look at self-care, let's look at mindset. So S is really heavy when it comes to self. There's a lot in it. Then we get to H, H is heart. Mm -hmm. In other words, what are your passions? What lights your world on fire? Like what, if you could do it every single day, what would it be? Right. And you start, we start looking for themes in those passions. Mm -hmm. And it's the two together that really is the powerful package. We need the strengths married with the passions. That's more of a fulfillment in life and happiness. Yeah. Then we get to I and shine is inspire. Okay. Because we know life's Life's going life's gonna to throw curveballs, right? Like oh, yeah. a pandemic would be an example exactly. and other things. So, you know, how do you stay inspired and how do you inspire others? And then we get to N, N is navigate. What are you going to do with everything I just talked about? Self, heart, inspiration, 
what do you do with that? What are your goals, what's your story, your journey? How do you actually take action with all of that? And then E in shine is exceptional because you're becoming the exceptional person you are meant to be, not anybody else who you were meant to be. And that's our focus. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. <clears throat> you bet. So you have a quote that, that says, moments don't define you, allow them to refine you. Can you just tell our listeners or explain a little bit more on what you mean by that? Yes. So the first time I ever said that, actually, I was giving a high school graduation commencement speech, and okay. it was to students who this was going to be the their, many of them. They were the first in their family to actually graduate from high school. Wow. And so I looked at a lot of you know the things that they had dealt with, and it was the first time I also shared part of my personal story. And I realized as I was sharing that, I thought, you know what, we focus so much on like a bad day or a bad part of our life or a tough week, we focus on and the moment we do that, we actually write off the entire day, the entire week. And what we did during that time is we missed all the other moments that happened. And so I share a little bit of my personal story. And then I said, okay, you know, here, here's the thing is that don't look at it as a tough day or a bad day, look at it as in a moment, right? Because it literally is a moment in time and it can be a long moment. Mm -hmm. But it's still a moment in time when we look at the whole span of life. So if we look at it through the lens of moments, everything that happens in a day is a moment. That's one view lens that we're coming through, right? One viewpoint of a way to see things. So don't write off the entire day. Like if you had a flat tire in the morning, don't let that offset your entire day. That was in the morning. We shouldn't three hours, 10 hours later be talking about, oh my gosh, I've had a horrible day. You know, I had a flat tire. I'm not saying it didn't stink, right? right. And I'm not saying that everything is roses, rainbows, and unicorns. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we have to, it's easy to focus on the negative because the brain automatically goes to the negative for survival. So we have to teach ourselves to look for the positive. And so when I say that quote, um, you know, moment, it's all about the moment. It's we oftentimes allow that moment to define us, right? Yeah. To impact us to a significant difference. So instead, look at it as a moment and allow instead of it defining you, allow it to refine you. That's terrific. Thank you so much for sharing that. <clears throat> what do you think is a great tip that we can implement when it comes to stressful moments in our life? Because I'm sure that many people can relate to this certain topic. Um, first of all, breathe. Yes. <laughs> That's one of the, the first things we forget to do, like you find yourself holding your breath instead of actually, okay, let me just pause for a moment and take some nice deep breaths. And sometimes when we're stressed, we're like, I don't have time to breathe. Well, it's almost like you don't have time to not breathe. You know, you need that deep breath and that helps calm that sympathetic system so that you have a chance to be able to come into a place where you're not as stressed. So that's one thing. The second thing is that we also teach in our trainings and our fun shops is what we call them. So instead of workshops, yeah, we work, but we have some fun too. So we call them fun shops and the same thing for a fun note, a keynote. Cool. When we, we, yeah, we, we implement look, talking about looking at things like a mountain, right? So when we're stressful, we will see so many things as a mountain, like things yeah. that wouldn't even annoy us typically. Right? Suddenly we're annoyed by it when we normally would be. That's because we're stressed. So oftentimes we start seeing things at a very high level. So if we like took a step back and thought of it as in three levels, right? So a speed bump, a foothill and a mountain. So what ends up happening is if you see everything as a mountain, you're in high stress mode. Everything is crazy. It's you are just life feels like it's a hot mess. Yeah. And if you learn to look at things in a different light and say, you know what? 
it actually isn't as severe as I'm seeing it. So for example, let's go back to the flat tire, right? Mm-hmm. In that moment, that flat tire could be more like a mountain. Like if we're trying to get to a job interview or we're about to be fired or we're going to miss the birth of a baby, like there are times like, you know, my goodness, this is, this is a mountain to me. Right. But there's a lot of times those mountains could be viewed differently. So if we go back to the flat tire, what if I told you that flat tire actually saved you from a fatal car accident? Mm-hmm. You no longer see it as the mountain, right? I don't even know if you see it as a foothill. At that point, for me personally, I would be viewing that as a speed bump. Like, I'm still here. Who cares? Let's move on. There's other things that to focus on that are more positive. And, and again, it's not about everything being so positive because then there's also toxic positivity, right? Looking at everything's fine. No, oh, everything's great and brushing everything off. But what it does do is allow you to take a step back yeah. and say, I'm stressed right now. How do I want to frame this up? Is this going to literally be a mountain to me? Could I find a way for it to be a foothill where only only last impacts me for a shorter time? Or is it literally a speed bump where I can move past it? Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's a great point. Thank you so much, Lavana. <clears throat> uh, let me ask you this. So I think when it comes to being a teacher, being a speaker, a consultant, everything, what do you think are a couple of mistakes that you want people to avoid? <laughs> <laughs> One of them I'm going to say is avoiding taking a risk. Yeah. I think it's so easy to let fear stop us. I'll share with you. I was actually at an event um, put mm-hmm. on by NPR and it was by Guy Raz and he was interviewing Sarah Blakely, who is the founder of Spanx. Oh, okay. SPX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said to her, and, I, and I'm not going to remember the exact wording and phrasing of everything, but I can give you mm-hmm. the gist of it. He said something to her about how are you so fearless? And she laughed and she, she was like, I'm not fearless. As a matter of fact, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I'm basically fearful. She said, but she, in the way that she said it just made me take a step back and go, it's, we're all fearful, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the, the difference is, is are you willing to take a step? And that's what she was saying is that every day I do things that I'm afraid of, but I do them. And that's to me, the biggest key to this is so many times we let these fears step us back and we're like, and we find every excuse in the world. You know, well, I can't right now because I have kids at home. Well, I'm not able to do it because I don't have the money. I just need to wait five more years and then I'll be able to. Well, you know what? You get one life yeah. and that life is going to come and go and we don't know when the go is. So knowing that, how about you just take a step forward because you already did more than you did before and you did more than a lot of other people are willing to do. So for me, that's that's one of the biggest mistakes to avoid. Um, you know, I, I think... I'm going to actually, I'll say another one. And that's in our society, we mix up confidence with arrogance a lot, right? So if I were to say to you, you know, like Lars, I am, I'm really good at creating, I'm creative. I'm very good at being creative and I'm good at speaking, right? If I, if I stand in that, if you're like, oh, look at her, she thinks she's so good at this. And oh, she thinks she's creative and watch this. So what ends up happening is we've taken what somebody is confident in and we bridge that into an arrogance thing. Well, the arrogance, unfortunately, part is typically a reflection of that person not feeling confident themselves. So that's a mirror on them yeah. in that situation. But we really need to step up in our society and see these as two separate things that it's okay to say, I am creative. I am a good speaker. I am this. I am that. I am. And, and go through that. Because what you're saying is I'm good at this. You didn't say you're good at everything. Right. And, and that's where confidence is. You're standing in your comfort zone. You're willing to push yourself, try new things, get more confident and let that grow where arrogance is all about thinking you're better than everybody else. 
you know, what do they say? You're all that in a bag of chips, you know, that whole saying like, that's arrogance. I think I'm better than somebody else. That's totally separate than confidence. Confidence. Can you imagine a world where we are confident and saying, oh, Lars, you're not very good at that. You know what? I, that's my forte. Like I'm good at that. I'd love to support you. And then later on you hear me and I'm like, yo, I'm, I hate this. I dread this, or I'm not good at this. And you're like, oh my goodness, Lavana, I'm good at that. Let me help you with that. Yeah. And this is where like, I'm, teams come together, like corporations soar and schools soar when they approach it in this way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, you nailed it right on the head. That was, that was perfect. I think for the first one, I always think of the phrase, not careless, but not too careful. Ooh, <clears throat> you, I like you, that. you can't be afraid to take risks. So that was the, that was the main thing I thought of when you um, said that, you know, it's not be afraid to take risks. So thank you so much for sharing those. <clears throat> How do you best support educators, teams, and leadership in a whole? I love to have the vulnerable conversations. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's so funny because I hear me saying the word vulnerable and it's, it's being seen everywhere right now. And so a fear of mine, you know, is that we're going to go, oh, here we go with vulnerability again, mm -hmm. because this is what we just do. Like as humans, when something gets to be not novel anymore or mm -hmm. oversaturated, we start like pushing back on it. And I think for us, I won't say, I think I know as yeah. humans, we connect through vulnerability. You know, like I used to not tell my story, for example, and then I would start sharing or if I share a way that I would, did not do a great job parenting or yeah. I share, you know, how I was not the best wife and, you know, the way that I communicated. When I share those, what ends up happening is we connect right now. It's a wait, you did that, too. Well, I did the same thing. And we start to melt away some of the shell of I have to let everybody think I'm perfect or I have to like not let anyone see any of my weaknesses because, oh, my goodness, then I'm not a, a, amazing. I'm not a great wife or I'm not a great husband. I'm not a great significant other, whatever that reflection looks like that on us. Mm -hmm. So when I think when I think about this, it's, it's so important to take a step back and and to look at this so that we can connect as humans. And so when I walk into a school or I walk into corporations, and I see this shell, this facade of we have to act like everything's perfect. We start communicating on that. And so I, the way I do is I break the barrier of some of my things, you mm -hmm. know, and then other people are like, um, well, since you said that I, and we start talking, right. And then that's yeah. when we can actually grow instead of acting like I'm perfect. And I have to hide this mistake, which is detrimental by my goodness over here, my colleague could have saved it, but because I didn't talk about it. And it really, what we're wading into is psychological safety at this point. And that's what I loved. You know, we call it a human focused culture at Ignite Your Shine. So how do you create a human human focused culture. And a part of that is psychological safety. Human focus, psycho psychological safety. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. It is, it's about the humans, right? It's about the humans that are there. Are we focusing yeah. on them because we focus on them? Everything else will fall into place. Absolutely. I totally agree. That's, that's terrific. Do you have any final words or a best tip for our audience? What do you think is the main takeaway that you're trying to get at here? I'm going to say that stop all the comparison modeling oh, that we do, gosh. right? The comparison yeah. game. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not going to help you in feeling good about yourself. And like, I, I, let's take social media just as one lens. We could take being in an office and watching a colleague and we can be, you know, parents in a parent group, comparing ourselves to parents. Like it could be so many facets. It doesn't matter the actual topic, but we put these mirrors up. And so the mirrors are reflecting back. What we're doing is we see someone who's so great at communication. We're like, oh my goodness, 
Look at them. I'm not even close to that. And I'm like, okay, that when their child did that, do you see how beautifully they handled it? Like just last week, I handled it so terribly. I, I'm not even close to them. And we start comparing everything to where I'm not good at this. I'm terrible at that. Oh, awful. Not even, no way. Not not even describing me. And we yeah. start do, 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 do all these mirrors. And all we're doing is we're lessening who we are and what we bring to the table. So if that's the one tip, stop the comparison game. You are unique. That's the E in shine. You're exceptional. You know, so be you and understand that what you're seeing is what people want you to see. It doesn't mean what's actually happening within them or within their home, within their families, et cetera. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that again. So I think I just want to go through shine again. So we have we have S, which is self, correct? Yep. And then we have H, which is heart. Yeah, exactly. And then I is mm -hmm. inspire inspire of course and we have n navigate navigate and then e exceptional exceptional yes absolutely just a good reminder for us all i think absolutely. Oh, and um before we uh get going here is there a way that our listeners can learn more about you and even reach out to you absolutely so they could reach out to me on any social media platform it's at lavana roth there I'm also, you know, for as far as the company goes, we have Ignite Your Shine profiles mm -hmm. on all social media platforms. Instagram it is at Ignite Your Shine now. So <laughs> that's a longer <laughs> story, but that's where you'll find it. Um, but yeah, and then we have our website, igniteyourshine.com. So they're, they're welcome to go there. It is showing primarily education at this point, even though we do corporate, um, but it's because we have not yet built that page. We, we have been slammed lately, so it's been really right. good. You know, just with everything is stopped and pivoting and then getting back into it. So we have priorities and unfortunately that's the one that keeps slipping down downwards. So but you can reach out and also our team, you can reach out at info at igniteyourshine.com. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, Lavana, it has truly been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. Yes, yeah, my pleasure too. And and go good luck and listeners, you know, thank you for all that you're doing. Keep your head up. You got this. Thank you so much. Uh, be sure to tune in next time on Listen In With Lars. We'll have more guests to follow. We'll catch you next time.